In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Hatur is the third Coptic month in the Coptic year. In the first month, the Church spoke to us about the love of God the Father. The second month, Baba, the Church spoke to us about the power and the authority of God. And now, in the third month, Hatur, the Church speaks to us about discipleship. Discipleship. In the first and second uh, weeks of Hatur, we heard the parable of the soul, meaning you need to hear and to listen to the word of God and prepare your heart to be a good land in order to be able to bear fruit as a good disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, the third Sunday, the church speaks to us about the requirement of discipleship and there are three requirements of discipleship. Next Sunday, which is the fourth Sunday of Hatur, the church gives us two examples. One example is the rich man who refused to be a disciple. He listened to the word of God, but he refused to be a disciple. And the other example is the example of Peter and all the disciples or the apostles who listened to the word of God and followed the, the Lord uh, all their life. So today the church speaks to us about discipleship. Let me start by, by defining discipleship. Discipleship is translated in Arabic Telamis. But the word Telamis in Arabic actually can be translated into three different words in English. It can be translated into pupil, it can be translated to student, and it can be translated to disciple. So what is the difference between pupils, students, and disciples? Why God did not call us his pupils or his students, but he called us to be disciples? The difference between pupil, student, and disciple is the method of learning. The pupil learns by feeding, like the children in elementary school. The way we teach them is we feed them the information. So they are called pupil, like the pupil of the art. You feed information to them. Students, they study. They do experiments, go to the lab, go to the library, make research. So besides feeding them with the knowledge, they do their own studying, their own research. That's why they are called students. But disciple, it is learning by discipline. Beside feeding the information, 
besides studying and researching, but there is discipline here. We taught the virtues of life, how to conduct our life as children of God. And that's why the Lord, before his ascension, he asked the apostles to go and make disciples from the whole world and to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He told them, go and make disciples. Sometimes we as clergy or as Sunday school servants, we don't understand this. So sometimes all our responsibility is to feed the people with the information. If we are doing this, then actually we are making pupils, not disciples. Sometimes we ask the people to read books and make research and go into contests. That's good also. But now we are making them students. But to make them disciples, you need to discipline the others. Parents should discipline their, church, their children in the Christian virtues. Clergy and some school servants should discipline their people to be in the image and in the likeness of Christ. That is why the Lord called us disciples. Go and make disciples. And by the way, when you read in the book of Acts, you will find, for example, St. Paul went to this city and he found disciples. Found disciples mean he found followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the believers were called disciples. The believers were called disciples. Until in Antioch, they said, when we say disciples, people will ask us disciples of whom? Then we will say disciple of Christ. So in Antioch decided to replace the word disciples with the word Christian. And then spread to the whole world. So now when I say I am Christian, literally means I am a disciple of Christ. So everyone who says I am Christian, this means I am a disciple of Christ. That's why the gospel of today is very important. And the Lord mentioned clearly what are the requirements of the discipleship. And I want you to notice the first verse you heard it today. The Lord, we read actually in the gospel of Luke, and great multitudes went with him. Then he turned and said to them, if anyone comes after me and does not do this and this cannot be my disciple. Any leader should be happy when he finds great multitude following him. So the Lord, when he saw great multitude following him, he made a point. I am not just looking for number, but I'm looking for quality. So if you want to follow me, 
You should know and understand exactly what you should do. What is the requirement? It's not enough to say, I am a follower of Christ. I'm Christian. And you come to the church every Sunday and take communion. No, that's not enough to make a Christian. That's why the Lord looked at the maternity around to the multitude and told them, if you want to understand what discipleship means, if you want to be a true follower of me, here are three requirements. And the three requirements have to do with the three wars that we are attacked with. Usually you are attacked with three wars. The love of money, the love of pleasure, the pride and love of self. If you think about any sin in our life, will be under these three major sins. Love of self, love of pride, and love of pleasure. And love of money, yes. Even in the temptation on the mountain, Satan tempted the Lord with love of pleasure when he asked him, to turn the bread, the stone into bread. Pride, when he told him, throw yourself from the pinnacle of the temple and the angels will carry you. Uh, money, when he told him, look, all the kingdom of the world, I will give them to you if you kneel down to me or if you worship me. So the three requirements of the discipleship has to do with these three wars. The first requirement is the denial of one's self. That's why the Lord said, if anyone comes, comes after me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And the word hate here doesn't mean literally hatred because God is teaching us to love one another and to honor our parents. So definitely the Greek word should not be translated here hate. But it means actually if your love to any human being including your love to oneself is an obstacle to your love to God, then you cannot be a disciple of Christ. Your love toward anybody, including yourself, should be part from your love to God, not outside. So, if I love myself means I will save myself. I will work for my own salvation. If I love others, this means I will help them to work out their own salvation. So, that is the first requirement. Don't let the love of the world 
or the earthly emotions or love of yourself be an obstacle to your own salvation. Here the church is after the name of Saint Damiana. And all of us who know the story, when she heard that her father denied Christ and refused to confess Christ, when she heard this news, I'm sure she was struggling between the emotional love as a daughter toward her father. Definitely she wanted him to live and to live long. But also her love toward his own salvation. And she knows that if he denied Christ, he may live, but in the eternal life, he will not be saved. So this struggle was ended when she decided to look after his life in eternal in eternity, not his life on earth. And she sent him this letter that I wish to die for Christ rather than to live on earth and die eternally. And when her father read the letter of his daughter, Demiana, he went and confessed to Christ and became a martyr in the name of Christ. This is exactly what the Lord meant by true discipleship. Don't let your love for your own self or even for your family. The martyrs of Libya, the 21 martyrs, all of them were young. They have younger children. They have spouses. But they did not make this love toward their younger children or toward their spouses or toward their siblings or toward their parents to prevent them from witnessing to Christ. And they accepted to die and to shed their blood for the name of Christ. This is the true discipleship. This is the true discipleship. That's the first requirement. The second requirement, love of pleasure. You need actually to die for the love of pleasure. Love of pleasure means pleasure will be the goal, not the means. That's why people fall in gluttony if the pleasure of eating is the goal. We started the fast of nativity a few days ago. And I hope that every one of us started already this fast. And if you think about it, if you are not fasting, there is no excuse except if there is medical reasons. But other than medical reason, if you think about it, what's your excuse? There is no excuse. Maybe you are looking for convenience, maybe it's love of pleasure. But if you are a true follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, as he said, uh, whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. 
cross, there is a cross of persecution when we are persecuted for the name of Christ. But there is a different cross. It's the cross of asceticism. When I decide to go through the narrow gate, when I decide to carry the cross of fasting, prostration, self-denial, I put all these exercises and discipline and obedience on myself for the sake of Christ. But if I want the convenient way, if I want to enter through the wide gate and to walk on the broad way, I cannot be a disciple. Let us deny the love of pleasure. When Satan tempted the Lord Jesus Christ with the love of pleasure, the Lord told him, man shall not live by bread only, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And the third war, which is the love of money, and this is the third requirement of discipleship. As the Lord said, <clears throat> whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. People fight over money. People sometimes prefer to work over to worship. Sunday is the day of worship. But many people prefer to work, to make more money than to come and worship the Lord. <coughs> Brothers and sisters fight because of inheritance, because of money. <coughs> Spouses fight because of money. Love of money is the root of all evil. You cannot be a disciple of Christ and in the same time your money is your master and your Lord. The Lord said, you cannot serve two masters, either to serve God or the mammon. You cannot serve God and mammon in the same way. So the message of today, are you a true disciple of Jesus Christ? Are you a true follower? You say I'm Christian. And meaning I am a disciple of Christ. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to search our heart today and to see whether we are true disciples, whether we deny ourselves and we are happily and joyfully carrying our cross. And also we stay away from the love of money. If through the grace of God, we are able to fulfill these three requirements, then indeed we are true disciples and followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory be to God.